Coming up, they combine the wisdom of art and science to harness the multidimensional qualities of energy in sacred geometry. But first, welcome to Imagine Peace, the podcast that invites you on a transformative journey toward a world filled with harmony and understanding. Together, let's ignite the flame of peace within ourselves and radiate it outward so we can have a future where unity prevails. This is Imagine Peace, where dreams become reality. Join us as we explore the power of compassion, the beauty of diversity, and the potential for positive change. Welcome to Imagine Peace, brought to you by 10 Million for World Peace, with your hosts, Marbeth Dunn and Jerry Angel. Our guests today are leading experts on sacred geometry and the technologies, and they're authors of a new amazing Amazon bestseller, Sacred Geometry, the Universal Language of Divine Alignment. Upon meeting over 38 years ago, Gail and Greg recognized their calling to discover and utilize universal principles of resonance embedded in sacred geometry to evolve consciousness. Combining the wisdom of art and science, they harnessed the multidimensional qualities of energy, and they continue to create technologies and share knowledge for improving health and raising consciousness. Welcome, Gail and Greg. We're so thrilled to have you here. Thank you, Mara, Beth, and Terry. Yes. I was so excited about having this time together because mm -hmm. one thing is I love you and I love Terry, who I'm just meeting. And I love the work you're doing. It's so important and it's a blessing, a blessing for the world. For us all to be included in. Thank you. Aww. Well, tell us, guys, about what you discovered in your book about the universal relationships between say, within sacred geometry. I love sacred geometry and I've been reading the book and I'm so excited about it. Well, you know, I'm I'm going to start with just the simple the simple overview, Marbeth. And you know, what we really discovered was something that I think ever since I was little, I wanted to understand the universe and I wanted to understand how do I belong in this place? You know, I can remember as a little girl looking out there and going, "Where do I belong?" You know, it just didn't seem like everything seemed quite right in the neighborhood that I got dropped into. And so it's been a lifelong quest to recognize those relationships, how things work together, what the universe is, how we go from energy into form, how we go from soul into a body that does all these amazing and wonderful things. And sacred geometry answers that. And one of the reasons that it does that is because it relies on nature. It relies on showing us historically what's been there. And there are rhythms and patterns and cycles and energies that keep, keep moving, keep doing things, keep creating, keep evolving this extraordinary, exquisite life that we're in. And so sacred geometry is an explanation of it. And really, that's so much of we, what we were after in putting out into our book. It's really an amazing story. 
you know, and, and uh, sacred geometry, I remember um, studying and teaching it many years ago and just learning about how our whole evolution, uh, you know, from, from being a, a, a zygote. <laughs> mm -hmm. And the whole thing is, is totally sacred geometry. It's really amazing. It truly is. Yeah. You know, everything in universe follows patterns and rhythms and cycles including time. And when we work with those same cycles and of time and the same patterns in our environment, we can start to shift ourselves into being in rhythm with universal principles, which opens us up into better thinking, higher thinking. And it opens us up into a rhythm of energy that allows our health to improve. Everything gets better when we're dancing with what is, instead of trying to do our own thing. And that's where our fears and all of our negative emotions and the things going on with electromagnetic pollution and toxins and the judgments and beliefs, they all box us in. They all cut us off from that higher connection. And that's the ultimate goal, I think, for all of us is to connect to the unity that we are so that we can express it to each other and have a world where we recognize that indeed we are all connected and therefore the way we treat another is the way we are treating ourselves. Oh my gosh, I, I so love this. I love the explanations. Thank you both for that. So we're talking about sacred geometry. How, in your opinion, how does using sacred geometry bring greater peace in our lives and to our planet? Well, you, you know, Terry, one of the things that I think that we're going through right now on this planet is um, tremendous feelings of separation. You know, we see all this very strange stuff going on that I know you're working with, with your meditations, whether it shows up as war or political chaos, um, you know, people who are just having a rough time. And I believe that sacred geometry shows us how things work as opposed to how things are dysfunctional. And we have so many things that disrupt our ability to connect to all of who we are and to be able to just find that, that center, that peaceful place within us. Everything from toxins to the stress in our lives to the electricity and computers and everything that we're working with all the time, so much is part of our culture that gets us off balance. And, you know, there were ancient cultures, as I know you both know, where they created different structures so that people could find a place to come back to and center in. And what we've done with sacred geometry and the, and the technologies that we've developed is to create structures, tools, things like pendants, different things that support us in those connections. You see we are not what we're talking to right here totally. 
I mean, we're much more than this. We're, this is only 10% of who I am and who you are. And so let me show you it's in this image, we're like an iceberg where most of us is hidden on the higher dimensional levels. And so what source soul wants to do is flow into our lives. As you can see from this example, the energy flows into the 3D physical, but all of the things like Gail and I have both been talking about, these things with electromagnetic pollution, every time we have a negative emotion, the stress in our lives, the toxins, that impinges that flow, that cuts off our humanness because we are totally human when we inhabit the fullness of our being. That's when we can access higher consciousness. That's when we can access those abilities that allow us to intuit what it is we are to be doing. And to bring that energy through, it takes a lot of support today because of what I just showed you on the screen. There are so many things that are blocking that flow. So when that flow happens, which we can do by bringing in something like an antenna system that's resonating with universal principles, and that's what these pendants that I can show you what it is close up we're talking about when we say pendants. They look like this when you look at them very closely. Two sides. One side moves the energy down and is very grounding, and the other side moves the energy up toward the heavens, toward our mental. And so by bringing something into our lives where we can resonate with universal principles, that starts to take care of all those negative emotions, those things that cause us not to feel so good. All the judgments start to disappear. The ability to just be connected to what's real, which is, I think, one of the most important things for human beings because so much of what our world is about right now is separation and the fears that come from that and the anger that comes from that. And that's why political systems use fear and anger to control people because we don't think as clearly when we are experiencing that. And we can't come together and make a difference. And so that's how these tools can shift so much in our lives by bringing us into relationship with what is. And they're, and they're so beautiful. I just want to say that Gregory makes these beautiful sacred geometry pieces, all of the the iConnect necklaces and pendants and these beautiful forms. I have one in my living room rotating. And it really, you can feel the shift in the energy. But I wanted to, to ask you, uh, if you think that world peace is possible. Oh my gosh, absolutely. Marbeth and Terry and viewers, I am so deliriously excited about the time we are in. 
I feel like we all showed up for now. And our job is to be fully present in this time, in this moment. And we're being called on to, you know, open up and share our hearts and souls to do the things that we've been dreaming of, that we have, you know, that we've been holding on to all these years. And so I have so much optimism about that. I see that the the problems, you know, the fear and their wounds, you know, but wounds are here to be healed. Our body, when it hurts, is telling us, bring the love in, do the things that it takes to restore good health. And I believe we've got some great shepherds out here that are really being awakened on so many different levels and being urged to move out in the world more. And I think that so many people are waking up that in a moment, we're going to see things change. I, I just think that time is going to be looking very different to us. And this is a year of just amazing and wonderful things to happen. And it's important to understand we don't have to take care of the world. We don't have to have the world have world peace for us to have world peace. People always say it starts with you. Well, it ends with you as well. As long as we are doing what it is we are here to do, as long as we are feeling connected to what is real, this is what is going to create peace for others that we touch in our lives, and that can spread out. But we don't have to be in charge of the timeline. We don't have to say, if it doesn't happen in another two years, my life is a failure. My life can be experiencing the bliss of what it is to be a conscious human being right now. And that's what each of us needs to really focus on and not worry about how it spreads out. That's for the collective. That's for source to work with each one of us. But we have to be available to be worked with. And that's the only thing we have to worry about. And right now, we can have that experience of the joy of being a human being in connection with all that is. So love that. We understand that our mission and what we do at 10 million is a meditation. We do a seven minute meditation every day. Uh, how do you see meditation, how, the importance of it in bringing in peace? Mm. Well, meditation, I think is, is just amazing. And, you know, and of course it's one of the things when we talk about becoming more mindful, meditation is something that treat that trains us how to be mindful that trains us how to get to the place where the the monkey mind is really in the background instead of in the foreground of everything and meditation brings so much peace I, i'm going to just share a, just a really quick story that um because of working um as a meditator with the tools that we work with i really can be in that place of quieting my mind. And in July of last year, 
I had um, a very, very serious injury. And one of the things that was amazing was that as I was going through it, I was totally peaceful. I was totally in that place. I was almost like in a place of bliss. It's as strange as that sounds, you know, when I'm in a place where I'm hurt, I'm bleeding, I'm, you know, on the floor. And what happened was that I just felt that connection. I felt that peace within me. And I maintained that. So I never had any anxiety. And I was, as I was going, you know, being taken on an ambulance to the hospital. And um, when I was being checked out in the emergency room and then going through all these different procedures and tests, I maintained that sense of peace. And I didn't have to try to do it. It was because I believe that as a meditator, using these kinds of tools, doing the disciplines that I do, it became natural. So I think that the more that people do it, and meditation doesn't necessarily have to be sitting in a chair. It can be walking. It can be dancing. It can be singing. It can be whatever just brings you to a place where you really feel that connection with spirit. And the more each one of us does that, the more it affects our life dramatically. And we can use that in the times when we most need it. I think we feel that it's important. We always start off every day in meditation because it's a discipline that can be carried with you constantly throughout the day, as Gail was just saying. So that meditation is connection. Meditation is focus. Meditation is being totally present so that everything that comes at us during the day, we can be present with it. We can be mindful. We can be just having fun. And that's that's the wonderful thing about meditation is a primer to get the water, the pump flowing. And once it flows, the idea is don't let anything shut it off. There's no reason to leave meditation. That's just a babble excuse in the back of your head that you don't have to listen to. Just like when you're sitting, when I'm sitting in meditation, I just go to my breath and there's nothing else. I love sitting down to meditate because I realize I don't have anything else I have to do. I can get a break. I can have a break from all the challenges of the world all the time when I'm in that place. And meditation shows me where that place is. And then I don't have to leave. <laughs> That's beautiful. I love it. So I guess you might say, or I'm going to ask you, is meditation then your primary process that you use to become more peaceful? You know, I think there's a lot of, of different things that we can draw on to be peaceful, Marbeth. And I can honestly say that meditation sets the tone. It's a discipline. I, I think discipline is very, very important. Just like, um, you know, if, if I want to be a healthy person, I'm going to 
discipline myself to get good exercise and drink water and eat good food and meditate. There's, there's a lot of things that are, um, that where I'm sending information to my body, my soul, to the world that I really respect what's going on here. And I want to, um, I want to reach to a really high level of, you know, of my life. And so meditation is like Gregory was saying, we love to start the morning off in meditation. And sometimes um, when I'm awakened at night, I will meditate. I will work with the energy. I will bring in the love. And in fact, I feel like I get awakened a lot at night. And it's, it's part of the process to just integrate more of that energy of love. And that is, you know, a very important form for me as well. So meditation, I think to some people, the best thing to do is find your way that is natural and right for you. You don't have to do it just like somebody else, but whatever it is, find your way that brings you to that place of greater peacefulness, greater ability to be all of who you are and connect with the higher aspects of who you are. And I always put on a pendant. I put something in my pocket. I'm surrounded by geometries that are moving. We live on land where we have hundreds of acres around us. And we've chosen this. We've created this environment so that we can be aligned with nature and aligned with that connection. We don't have a lot of frequencies running through the valley where we live. I mean, we can't, you go outside, your cell phone won't work. You're, you know, a lot of these things. And that's purposely so, so that we can avoid those negative energies and We've created an environment with the tools around us to maintain that space where then it's easy to feel peaceful. I go outside and I can walk for miles and miles and I never see another soul. I might see deer, I might see elk, I might see a lot of different animals and yet, and even some rattlesnakes. I've moved about 40 or 50 of them since living here. They don't bother me. I don't worry about anything because it has no, I don't feel like anything is out to hurt me in this world. It's here to support me. Universe is here to support me. And I keep having that feeling reinforced by all the things I do and I don't act um, from a place of disregarding the importance of acknowledging the universe, being grateful for everything, and you know, seeing the wonderful things that each of us is doing. And I need to acknowledge that and recognize that because we are part of this same play. So I have to be part of the joyous game. I can't be rough about it and be oblivious to it. And then it takes care of me. Beautiful. 
And you make such a good point uh, that I've experienced in my own life about unplugging and uh, just detaching from all the hustle and bustle in the electronic world. Thank you for that. Do you have a favorite peace practice? Ah, you know, Terry, something that I really, really love, Gregory was mentioning our land. We live on very, very special, beautiful land. And I, I love to just be out in it. I love to walk by the river and hear the flow of the water. I love to go on our hiking trails and just, you know, visit the rocks and the vistas and all of those things. So, um, you know, that's really important to me. I love dance. Um, I love to be moving my body. So that to me, you know, honestly is, is part of my, my practice as well as when I sit in the morning to meditate. Ah, oh, it's just like there is something so exquisite about just opening up to this amazing, fabulous energy that restores me, that is me. And I, I just feel like that's, that's what, that's what drives, that's what I love. That's what thriving really means to me. One of the things that helps me um, is, is building paths on this land. I have built miles and miles and miles of trails and I do it by just seeing where the animals go. And then I have a hedge trimmer that uh, I will carry with me and I trim out the bushes and then the deer and the elk come along and they go, oh my God, highway. And they follow it and then a trail gets built. So I enjoy building these trails. And sometimes we found arrowheads along these trails and all kinds of animals follow them. I mean, I've seen evidence of mountain lions and bear and coyotes and fox and all kinds of characters follow these trails because, you know, I, I just like to do that. And that opens up new trails in my business. So when I build a trail on the land, it's a way of metaphorically open up, opening up a new pathway for me in the work that we're doing. Because when we're doing something new, it's kind of a reflection of what's happened with the land. And then the love that I put into the land, I had this one psychic come out once and put her hand on the rocks and she went, my God, this land really loves you. And so it is when we put energy into the earth, the earth, the mother gives us energy back to support us in everything that we're doing. Ooh, that's so gorgeous. Oh my gosh. How can people get in touch with you guys? Well, we have a website and Greg, are you going to flash that up here? I can do that. Okay. It's iconnecttoall.com. And to learn more about our book, you just put slash book on there. And there's a picture of our book, Sacred Geometry. 
the universal language of divine alignment. It's taken us a lot of years, Marbeth, to finally get to the point where we actually got this book written. It's which, gorgeous. It's so gorgeous. <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm thrilled with it. And um, yeah, I just want to get, get it into the hands of so many people. I believe it is something that will help them understand how the way that everything's constructed is in the foundation of love, of consciousness. There's no separation. And so there's a lot in there that I think is going to support this journey of bringing peace here now. Well, I think you, just... you both are pioneers in the field of sacred geometry. Mm -hmm. Now, it's been around. I have studied it. But you guys have taken it to a whole different level with all of the gorgeous pieces that you intuitively create or guided to create. And I want to just, again, say the name of your website, iConnect and the number two, all.com. iConnect number two, all.com and forward slash book to access their magnificent best-selling, number one best-selling book. It is nice how well. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you so much for having this time to share and um, just really wishing all the very, very best mm -hmm. for the work that you're doing because it's just, mm -hmm. it's beautiful work. And we so appreciate you both. Thank you. Well, thank you so very much. Love you guys. Love, Love you so too. much. Imagine Peace is brought to you by 10 million for world peace. Join our daily seven minute guided meditations for world peace and monthly healing circles at 10millionforworldpeace.org. Together we can create a peaceful, happy planet.